0: Welcome to the Unbecoming Podcast, where you can join me, Stephanie Baronowski, in an authentic, personal perspective of my expat journey and my many travel adventures. Grab a beverage of your choice, set yourself up in a cozy environment, and be prepared to be inspired. Each episode, I open up my personal narrative of what it's like to unbecome everything you once were in order to become everything you were meant to be. Let's dive in, head first, eyes closed, and a strong cup of faith. December 25th, 2022, the holiday season. Now this isn't my first holiday season away from home. I had been away from home before when I lived in Vancouver. And so I had a taste of what it would feel like being away during the holiday season. I already anticipated that I wouldn't have my traditions with my friends and my family. And of course, I wouldn't have my dog. So I anticipated this coming up still doesn't make it easier, but it makes it a little bit easier just knowing and anticipating, okay, I'm going to be spending this by myself, but it's strength building in so many ways, strength building emotionally because, well, what is the holiday season all about? Connection, connection with loved ones, community connection, and I have this tradition every year that I do holiday baking, and on Christmas Eve, I go around and I spend the whole day delivering Christmas baking and these little packages that I create to all my close friends and some family, and I have a lot of fun doing with it because I get to connect with all of those people. And, you know, as you get older, you may lose some of those connections or maybe you don't connect as often with the people around you. But that is my favorite time of year, along with my birthday as well. I do something very similar on my birthday every year. And for me, the holiday season is about connection. But I knew coming up that this season it would be about... Connection with myself, which is first and foremost the most important connection you can have, and I think a lot of people forget about it, is connecting with yourself first and foremost is the most important thing. How do you connect with others if you do not connect with yourself, if you do not understand your thought process, if you do not understand your emotions, and if you do not understand your habits, why you do things, why you react, how you can better respond, why you can respond better in certain situations rather than others. And that's reflecting really at its deepest level is connection with yourself. Mindfulness Understanding your body, listening to your body, the little, little tiny things that your body tells you, whether it's stomach pain or soreness in your muscles or your eyesight, your skin. Connection with the body tells you a lot about your connection with yourself. Breathing, I talk about a lot about this in yoga classes, your breath tells you a lot about yourself. Usually, it's one of my intentions I set for class. If you're breathing in your chest, it's not natural. Naturally, when we are born, we breathe into the belly, into the diaphragm. As babies, babies naturally breathe into the diaphragm. When you breathe in, the belly comes up. When you breathe out, the belly comes down. And over time, as we get older, we lose that connection to that natural breath. And it becomes a little bit more shallow. Why? Because we start understanding the world around us. And it might bring us anxiety, worry, fear, all sorts of emotions come up. And when those emotions come up, thought patterns come up, and it's all tied to the breath. We start breathing into our chest. And I like to say chest breath is a less grounded breath. You know when somebody is not grounded in themselves, when they're breathing in in and out through their chest, and when their voice is really high. Usually when somebody is breathing or speaking from their chest, you could tell right away, and you know that they're not in a grounded state. Same thing with yourself. Notice where you're breathing. Take a few minutes. Are you breathing in and out through your chest? Or your belly? And not just now, because you're probably in a more relaxed state listening to this podcast, but throughout your day, in moments of stress, in moments of being more sedentary, in moments when you're working out at the gym, in moments when you're with a loved one that makes you feel good, or in moments when you're in an awkward situation with a stranger. I myself find myself noticing that I breathe into my chest when I'm on the tube or the train because I'm surrounded by all these strangers. And I'm not used to it because Winnipeg life, we, we drive cars everywhere. And so I've been so used to having my own space to travel around the city in my car. I can put on whatever music. I don't have to worry about other people's germs around me. But when I come onto the tube, I'm surrounded. And sometimes during rush hour, you're literally shoulder to shoulder with the person next to you. There's really no shame at all when you're on the tube. Everybody's sharing air, stale air, because there's no proper airflow on the train. And everyone's sharing space, touching the same surfaces with no wipe down. <laughs> um. So me personally, I breathe into my chest a little bit more. And I have noticed that more and more is that I breathe into my chest when I'm on the tube. But a more grounded person, somebody who is in tune with themselves, grounded in themselves, you can tell instantly there's a deeper tone to their voice. Maybe even feels a little bit nicer, sounds a little bit nicer to the ear even. And you can tell it's breathing into the belly. It's speaking from the belly. That person is speaking from the belly or breathing from the belly. So your connection with yourself is so very important. Understanding all these little nuances are going to tell you a lot. And on a daily basis, I get commented all the time. I'll I'll tell people here, you know, I'm, I'm much older than you think I am. No, how old are you? You must be 25. Well, I'll take that as a compliment. Thank you. No, I turned 37 in a couple months, but thank you. I appreciate it. Why? And then I tell people, well, the fountain of youth, and I make a joke about it, of course, all the time. And I said, well, it's Botox and yoga in no specific order. Botox, yes, but I only started doing Botox the last couple years. I'm pretty transparent about that. Yoga, however, I've been practicing yoga for about a good 12-13 years. And the one thing that I have learned about yoga is that it releases stress and trauma from the body. And you become a more mindful being. You become more mindful of the sensations that are happening in the body, your thought process, and your emotions. Well, when you're a more mindful being, you're more connected to yourself. You're able to mitigate the stress, the anxieties, the worries, the fears a little bit easier than somebody who's not connected to themselves. And somebody who's not connected to themselves is probably walking around a big stress ball. Right? And what does stress do to the body? Well, it ages the body, right? So this holiday season, coming right back around in conversation, this holiday season I anticipated I was going to be connecting with myself. I did, however, have one friend here. She's from Toronto. And we just happened... Well, A, we live about 10-minute walking distance from each other, which is unheard of here in London. Um, but we also came to the realization that we were going to be in London at the same time during the holiday seasons by ourselves. So I approached her with the idea, Hey, you're going to be alone. I'm going to be alone. Why don't we get together, do a small gift exchange spend some time together so that we're not completely alone, you know, get some appetizers, have some good girl conversation, and just have a little bit of company with each other. And then we can go on to Zooming or calling with our loved ones back at home in Canada. And so she agreed. And so we did exactly just that. Christmas Day rolls around. And I walked all over to her place with my gift for her and my food to contribute to our little mini potluck together. And we sat down and it was really, really nice and beautiful. And she has this really beautiful space. She has a much more beautiful space than I do here in London, but she also has lived here much longer, worked here much longer. And so she's developed the the financials and the stamina to, to have a place like that. Not that my place isn't nice. I certainly live in a very bougie area and a really nice area, but uh, hers is definitely a lot more upscale than mine. And so we're in this really beautiful space with these beautiful holiday decorations and this nice atmosphere. And it feels good. It feels like I'm home in Canada because this space really was developed and designed very well. It's a nude building and it has this kind of Canadian feel to it. Well, of course, I am in Canary Wharf, and Canary Wharf was designed by a Canadian, and so Canary Wharf has a Canadian feel to it, and so it did feel a little bit like home, and I'm celebrating my, my holidays with my Canadian friend, and it felt very nice, really. It felt, it felt like I was not just connecting with myself when I went back home, obviously. I went back home to spend time by myself, but it also felt like I was connecting with a piece of home with my friend from Canada which sounds so interesting and different because well she's from a completely different city than me in Canada she's from Toronto I'm from Winnipeg but there was there's there's this level of understanding between the two of us of our Canadian upbringing and there's a lot of crossover in our lives despite the fact that we grew up in different cities and so our Canadian value system is still there So I had this holiday by myself, and it was really nice, but I realized I don't want this to be, I don't want to have another holiday by myself. I want to spend it with my loved ones, and I want to spend it with my friends and my family and my dog or whoever is in my life that's really, really important in my life at the time. Spending a holiday season by yourself is something quite special, and it really grounds you and connects you to yourself in a lot of ways, and you learn a lot of things. But one of the biggest takeaways that I learned was the importance and value of connection. And that is a basic human need on a psychological level. And I always knew this, and I think I may have talked about this in my earlier podcast. I always knew this being a psychology major is my my major in my first undergrad degree. But I really got a sense of it and I really understood it on a whole new level, connecting with myself on this holiday season. And the first time that I connected with myself and I was by myself was in Vancouver. But A, I was still in a Canadian city. And B, I knew that my partner at the time was going to be coming to visit me within like a few days so it's not like I spent the entire holiday season by myself because I knew he was coming we were just going to celebrate a little bit later but this time nobody was coming to visit me I was by myself and I was going to have to handle this by myself in not just a different city but a different country and a whole other continent with a nice big C in between. I did spend a lot of time connecting with friends and family via Zoom and voice notes and text, and that was so beautiful to have the amazing support. I've had this amazing support since I got here, and it's really made me realize the value of connection. And how important it is for the human psyche, for us as people to live, to survive. Connection. Connection with self, connection with others. But I needed this. I needed this holiday season by myself to really observe the importance of connection with self and the importance of connection with others and how the two are intertwined and how the two are both very, very important for your well-being and your life in general. Now, the more that I've gone on this journey and been here, and at first I had these very surface-y like, viewpoints of my journey and my adventure here in Europe and in the UK and my very surfacey meaning and purpose is well I want to get work experience I want to get you know some life experience travel experience you know the typical answers but what I didn't anticipate was the soul journey the spiritual experience and the deeper spiritual understanding. Even at the holiday season, I started to question my spirituality. Why do I celebrate Christmas? I mean, I did grow up going to Sunday school and a Christian or Catholic church, depending on which family members I was with. But why do I celebrate Christmas? A couple years ago I read the Quran. And then before that, I studied a little bit of Judaism Judaism. And then even diving recently in the last, you know, few months, I've dived even deeper into Judaism with my cousins. I have a couple cousins that converted to Judaism. And the longer that I'm here, the more I'm researching my family history. And my last name, actually, Baranowski, I've discovered is actually a Jewish-Polish last name. Now, I'm still under, un- unraveling all the de- details of that. But it made me really dive a little bit deeper. I don't think, when I think about my family values and how I grew up, I don't think that I'm actually, I don't think that I'm actually Christian. Like, I truly resonate with more of the Judaic religious beliefs. So I started questioning, and I, and I thought to myself, well, I don't pray to Jesus, and I've always thought that was very weird to me. I mean, I've gone to church, Christian church. And I've taught in a Christian school. And the more I think about it, the more I realized growing up, I always thought it was weird. Why am I praying to Jesus? Shouldn't I be praying to God? Now, this gets really deep and really probably a little controversial for some people, and that's okay. Gets the conversation going. But I really thought about it, and I... Realize that I personally I can't pray to Jesus. It in my heart and in my soul it doesn't feel right. I pray to God every time I pray. I pray to God. Growing up, even though I was in a Christian church and they would set the prayers, but in my mind I was always praying to God. And when I prayed on my own, I always prayed to God. I never ever used Jesus. And I never understood that, but on a a level of deeper understanding, I never understood that as a kid. I just intuitively knew that that's, that's not how I wanted to pray and that's not what I believe in. And so being here gave me time to really have this soul journey and this spiritual journey of really understanding the why behind my belief system and why do the things I do, such as, "I chose not to eat meat the last 10 years?" Or why I've chosen specifically not to eat pork?" Why is it that I pray to God and not Jesus? Why is it that I resonated with reading the Quran and reading the Torah rather than the belief system of the Christian values? And the Christian version of the Bible. Or the New Testament, I guess you could say. And again, unraveling a little bit deeper and deeper and deeper. And I started bringing these conversations up with family members, my cousin. My cousin is the most open about this conversation. And a little bit with my mom, although my mom didn't really dive a little bit deeper, but she did reinforce the idea of, well, no, you don't eat pork. It's a dirty meat. And then I got thinking to myself, okay, but in Christian beliefs, they eat pork. But in Judaism and in Islamic religion, they don't. Where did this come from in my family? Where did this belief system come from? Where did these values come from? And it must have come from a deeper spiritual meaning, that maybe even my parents don't even understand or have never really thought about. And the more I dive deeper, the more I wanted to study religion a little bit more, the more I wanted to understand it a little bit more. And so that's exactly what I've been doing. Since the holiday season, I've dived even deeper into understanding it, understanding For my own sense of self, but also being really interested in the teachings and the values. And so my spiritual journey continues. It hasn't ended, but it, that's where it's definitely started. Not that it didn't start before, because, I mean, I've been interested in religion and understanding it and studying it for a very long time. And that started a while ago, a long, long time ago, probably when I was in high school. I remember a high school boyfriend, when he realized that I was studying and reading the Bible in high school, all of a sudden he started changing his value system and and wanting to read the Bible. I guess I had made an impression or or, uh, influence on him, even at a young age, around that. And then... And then he became a little bit more spiritual than I did over the years because I that kind of waned off of me, a little bit as I you know got more interested in my social life, and then it came back around. It would come in waves where I'd become really interested in spirituality and understanding scripture and, um, and understanding my spiritual beliefs, and especially when I dived into yoga, and understanding the mindfulness component and how that ties in. Uh, with religion and faith and spirituality, and it's only gotten deeper. And uh, I, I don't have all the answers. I I, I don't know. Um, it's something that I'm still unraveling and learning about myself. But that was the catalyst. Was the holiday season was the catalyst for me really diving deeper into my spirituality and my my journey with studying my spiritual side and scripture. So I'm really excited about where this takes me, and uh, I've made it a point now to start every week. I listen to um, either a podcast. Or I watch a video or I read a little bit on scripture um, and, and just learning a little bit more and, and what that means to me and how that ties into my value system. And connection. Connection as well. That's what I learned at the holiday season, how I so badly want to go back home and just pour out my gratitude for the connections that I have in life and how meaningful they are and how important they are and how grateful and appreciative I am to have them in my life. They're so very special to have those connections. And I just think that having love in your life is so important. Love for yourself, love for others. I have in front of me a vision board that I made probably about a month ago um, which with my coach's influence. And uh, right in the middle, in the center, there is a map. So it shows the world map. And right on top of the world map, it says, all you need is love. And that's at the center of my vision board. All these other things are around it. Um, But at the center of my vision board, it says, all you need is love. It may sound a little cheesy, little Beatles, you know, kind of quotation, but I truly believe that's literally in life, love, love for yourself, love for others, love for other sentient beings, love for the earth and love in, in your faith or God or whatever you believe in spiritually. So as you move forward into the next week, what does love mean to you? And how much love do you give outwards? And how much love do you give to yourself? We can't pour from an empty cup. We can only pour from what's in our cup. So the amount of love that you give to yourself is the amount of love that you have to give to others. How can you give yourself more love in order to give to others? something to think about for the next week ahead. As always, I so appreciate you joining in on this podcast, listening to my stories, listening to my viewpoints, uh, listening to my thought process. I have to say, every time I record this, I don't record it in stages. I do one full recording. And I don't edit it at all. The only thing I've edited in the past was just the intro and the outro with the music, really. But I don't edit this. This is all me free speak. So when you're hearing me, this is what you hear. So just know that my words are coming from a place of truth, uh, my truth, to connect with you and hopefully um, inspires you in your own life uh, with either my stories or my teachings or even just my thought process in general uh that's all i really hope for is uh you could feel my love through this microphone to you and of course i i always love hearing feedback and i always love hearing your thoughts and and ideas on podcast episodes whatever you want to hear about i'm open to Uh, but until next time enjoy the week ahead and we'll we'll talk soon take care We'll oh. be